Welcome to The Watching Dead, the officially unofficial podcast for AMC's The Walking Dead. I'm Jim. And I'm Aaron. And tonight we're going to be talking about Season 2, Episode 6, titled Secrets. Before we do that, I want to pimp the awesome intro music that we just heard there. Uh, that's my brother's band called MyStereana.com, or, sorry, called MyStereana. You can find them at MyStereanaMusic.com. And the whole four-minute theme song is up on the site. Uh, we also have a link in our show notes, so check that out. Pretty rocking. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I like it. You know what else is pretty rocking? The news for this week. I was going to say this week's episode. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. I like it. Yeah, I I actually like this one a lot better than I've liked the the. I, I'm actually few. concerned because our feedback was pretty damn mixed. Um, really? I'm afraid that we might hurt our credibility somewhat by saying we like the show because... I have a very defensible position on this show, I think. I think that... There are very good reasons. Well, I here's like the it. thing. I think that the show's gotten a little bit better and my expectations have lowered. And we finally <laughs> got... Converged. Like, yeah. like, like the sports guy, Bill Simmons, got this theory about hot... Like Hollywood females, like you know, he, his thing is Heather Locklear. When he was eighteen, mm. no shot at Heather Locklear. Sure, sure. Now that he's a sports guy mm. and he's like forty-five, and she's like seventy-five, she's like forty-nine, <laughs> but and her looks are kind of going down, and his 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 desirability is going up. At one point, they'll meet. Gotcha. And that's yeah. the point where he can, you know. Or he needs to. Or it's it's a good deal for both and, of them, and I think yeah. I've got to that point in The Walking Dead. My expectations <laughs> have lowered. The show has risen. Awesome. Well, that's good news, right? <laughs> I think we don't have any other news, so there's the news for the week. Um, actually, a John, um, a listener, wrote us uh, a pretty good amount of news. But the thing is, uh, I don't know that I like doing just pure show news. Like Robert Kirkman said this about this character, oh, or so Norman doesn't like it. We're not going to do it, Norman. Well, <laughs> no, no, I don't like it enough to because when I was doing Breaking Good. Uh, I spent like an hour or two a day scraping news, coming up with that news post. Easily. You were a news maniac. It took a lot out of me, and I knew I wasn't going to have that much time to do that for The Walking Dead. Mm -hmm. So I I just, I don't know. I feel like I don't want to half-ass it. And also our shows are pushing an hour and a half anyway. That's true. Without doing 15 minutes of show news. So my idea of show news is show news for our show or Mm -hmm. like if the show's being extended or renewed or going to endanger being canceled or whatever to talk about that. But Mm -hmm. Well, there is uh, one thing I did want to do up front uh, along the lines of pimping. Thanksgiving is coming up. And, of course, after the turkey, that means shopping. And we had a big rush um, through October with Halloween. A bunch of people bought costumes online through our Amazon account, and we really appreciated that. It's kind of tapered way, way off this month. So uh, we were going to do a little push to just say, hey, if you're going online and shopping um, on Black Friday, just or use dig- our – Or Digital Monday. Digital Monday, yeah. There you go. Isn't that already passed? No, Digital Monday is the – I thought that's the Monday after Black oh, Friday. Oh, Amazon is doing all their sales. Right uh, well, basically, every so. every retailer is in full-on whore mode right now. Exactly. All the time. Christmas started two months ago as far as they're concerned. Yeah. and So should... so anyway, we would really appreciate if you could just use Amazon.BaldMove.com when you're going to Amazon to do your online shopping. The shopping that you'd already do, you don't need to do extra shopping at, no, for us. Hell no. Just, uh, just use our link. Right. And we really, really do appreciate that. Uh, let's get into the recap now, shall we? Yes. All right. So the first scene in the show is basically feeding chickens to zombies. There's a little bit of uh, a little bit Lori, of, uh, a little bit of Carl. Uh, breaking of one of the Ten Commandments, not honoring... Chicken legs? No, not not honoring <laughs> thy father or thy mother. Carl no. <laughs> shows a blatant disrespect for his mother. Yeah, but he's got a good point. Everything is some food for something else. 
I mean, he's I like very that. accurate. I what like do you that. think about uh, a lot of people had problems with Carl running up and around feeding chickens after having abdominal oh, amateur ab- abdominal surgery? Carl's a machine. Carl Carl doesn't he didn't even need the surgery really. No, the thing I mean, is, I just think kids are like that. Uh, yeah, you know, I had my tonsils out when I was like twenty. And mm-hmm. I was laid up for two weeks. Like they took them out with a gunshot. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't the best way to do it. Really, it wasn't uh, yeah. a shotgun gargle. But um, <laughs> no, I think that. But then my nephew, who is five, mm-hmm. had his tonsils and adenoids whipped out, and that evening he was jumping around and like playing, and like we had, yeah. had to say, "Sit down, you <laughs> lunatic! You just had surgery." Kids are pretty resilient. Yeah, I'm constantly amazed that your kid. He'll jump around and smash his knees on things, bang his head, and he just gets right back up. I don't think my plays. kid properly senses pain. That's his problem. <laughs> I don't think that I think that's all calibrated. kids, though. I yeah. really do. So, eh, it, it's believable for me. It didn't bother me because of that. I, Yeah, I mean, we're talking uh, – you don't know. I mean, how much time has elapsed now? I mean – like 45 minutes i think that's true that's <laughs> it's true. not been very long yeah because they're making a big deal still searching for sophia and all that kind of stuff yeah well, they've been searching for her for at least four weeks now right um anyway did the chicken legs bother you well the snapping of the legs uh i mean i don't think you would you should do that in <laughs> normal circumstances in normal circumstances but if you're uh-huh. doing something batshit crazy like feeding a herd of zombies my thought is all right could the zombies not catch the ch- did they have some hilarious experiments where they just threw a bushel of live chickens and the chickens were like you know okay cool yeah we'll like hide back here behind the hay right they, they can't catch us they can't bend down and you know they're not that fast i, I don't know they must have they obviously so, yeah trial and error there i just want to know like so i'm not that afraid of zombies at this point if you need to break both chickens legs mm, to I'm- to make them slow enough to the you know Rocky Balboa didn't need that. He's sn- snatching up chickens <laughs> left and right. They'd never catch Rocky. Never. <laughs> Plus, he'd box them. Anyway, okay, so the next scene is um, Maggie telling Glenn not to say anything about the, the barn full of walkers, and then he immediately fucks it up by being totally awkward around Dale and T-Dog. Yeah. Uh, as Glenn normally does. He, he messes it up. I think they. that's a little... Yeah, they were a little over the top with that. I mean, I don't think anyone is this self-conscious and awkward socially awkward penguin yeah i really don't i don't know i don't know uh, i don't have much to say about that scene so i'm gonna go ahead and Glenn move is on a horrible liar he is a terrible liar and we see that time and time again yes um so next scene andrea gives daryl book and apologizes and i thought that daryl was way too casual about this still he's like he's basically just like don't do it again yeah yeah. He should not have been okay with getting shot. Yeah. Nothing about what she did was right. Nothing. And I know he doesn't know the full detail. I almost think that, like, if he could watch the episode somehow, that he would be like, motherfucker. <laughs> uh-huh. But, no, I – if – it's almost like they wanted this to be water under bridge. I have not mm-hmm. forgotten. <laughs> Nor have I forgiven you, Andrea. Yeah, he's he's wearing a, a yellow ribbon around his arm or yeah, something. Yeah, I'm not I, I I'm not going to be that easy to buy off. I'm not. You're not going to give me some shitty book. Yeah, and mug your weird face at me and he's have me forgive you. It's going to be you're you're going to have to. You need a whole like half season of competency before I'm going to forget the Daryl Dixon incident. And he he seemed like. I mean, he said as much. He said, hey, you were just protecting your group or protecting your clan, whatever. But she wasn't. She wasn't. She was being a dumbass. But I don't think he knows that. 
he must have been delirious at the time that it happened. Could be because he was he was pretty in pretty bad shape. Because so. if he stopped to think about, wait, Rick had his python out, uh-huh. and the other two guys had melee. You know, could have done me in that way. Yeah. All right, moving on. Glenn tells Lori that she's too skinny, <laughs> which we've all been thinking for season after season now. Right. Well, there only been two seasons. She should eat that jerky. Uh, she should definitely. Although jerky, jerky's pretty lean. It's not going to put any meat on her bones. I don't think. She needs something fattening. She needs, like, a big donut or something. To eat the kind of jerky you'd have to to put meat on those bones. Like, I don't think you could eat more than a pound of jerky. She'd never be able to say anything. She'd just be eating jerky all the time. Uh, So I don't have much to say about that scene either. Um, Moving on. Rick and Shane and some random kid are planning the search. I don't know this kid's name. Do you? I don't either. I think I'm pretty sure they mentioned it and we're horrible. And there's there's going to be there's going to be feedback on this. Okay, please send feedback because I want to know the kid's name. But right now he's just random blonde kid. Uh, Chris. Okay, so Rick and Shane and Chris are planning the uh, search. And of course, Glenn is being awkward as usual. Glenn is always awkward. Uh, And he basically tips everybody off to everything. Um, but I like how in this scene, Rick does not fall for the same thing twice. Right. Um, he, the, the, the ladies came up and said, Hey, Herschel says it's okay if we do this. He's like, uh, that's cool, but I'll ask Herschel myself. But he's really walking on eggs around Herschel at this point. Rightly so. Rightly so. And what, why do you think Herschel let the girls take weapons classes? That seems like a kind of reversal from his attitude last, last week. Uh, Herschel is a man of much complexity. No, I don't know. Honestly, I mean, everyone in this show seems to have change of heart after change of heart. No one can make up their mind. Right. Everybody has no clue what to do. So, how many guns do you think are on Herschel's farm? If if he kicked the survivors out and they took all their guns with them, I mean, Otis had a rifle. That's the only that, gun I've seen them have. I think that's the only one they had. Yeah, really. It's got to be. Did one of yeah. did 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 uh, one of the girls say that Otis was the only one that knew how to shoot? No, play guitar. No. In this episode, <laughs> I think when they're coming up and explaining they want to learn how to shoot, shoot hmm. I thought one of them said Otis was the only one. It might be, because he was out hunting, so right. presumably he's the guy who True. does that thing. You'd think Chris would be out there with him if he knew how to hunt. Yeah. So. <laughs> Chris. Uh, okay, anyway, let's move on. Next scene, Carl wants to uh, basically learn how to shoot, and he already has a gun. He goes up to Shane, and he says hey, I want to learn how to shoot, and he shows him, I've got a gun. Right. Shane doesn't like that. Right. Shane snatches it away and gives it to Lori, and there's impressive, big uh, Impressive gun spotting by Shane. I thought cops only did that when they think you were carrying marijuana. Oh, yeah? Yeah, it's like, what's that bulge in your pocket? <laughs> like the whole, being able to spot a, a gun poking out mm-hmm. of the coat, I didn't know that you could actually do that. Yeah, so Shane does it. So um, Lori's position entirely is, I don't want my kid walking around with a gun. Yeah. Does that – that I mean, that's a very common sentiment for many women to express. Mm-hmm. But doesn't it seem out of place in a zombie apocalypse? Like, what's well, more likely? Your son is going to shoot himself with mm-hmm. a gun. Like, I understand people right now are like, you're more likely to shoot yourself than you are to shoot an assailant. Mm-hmm. But if 95% of the population are zombies, doesn't that math change just a bit? I think so. And Rick rightly points that out. He's like, hey, there are – creatures running around there are walkers everywhere he needs to be protected uh he also makes the point that shane has taught people younger than carl and i think that's uh that's something we see even today people out on farms in the country they learn how to shoot young i was taught to shoot at eight right so they're 
that there is totally room for Carl at what twelve? Is that how old he is? Well, in the comics, he's like seven. Oh, he's way older. Than, he looks like, way older than seven. I don't, I don't know. know what they're trying to. I thought he's like in the ten Maybe to twelve 10. range. Mm-hmm. But yeah, he could definitely. Uh, and and my thing is like, what's the worst that can happen? He accidentally shoots himself in the foot mm-hmm. or other extremity. That is something that you can recover from. He gets bit by a zombie, it's over. Or he accidentally shoots someone else. I guess. But of I course, they wouldn't kick likely. him out of the group because we've seen that happen already, <laughs> Andrea. It's not such a big deal. Yeah, right. No, oh, don't worry. Just don't let it happen again. Uh-huh. Just slap on the wrist. Shoot T-Dog in the shoulder. <laughs> He's uh, apparently but, Wolverine because he can, uh, he can heal from any injury. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, it, Carl also has the hat on, I've noticed. Oh, That's yeah. That's kind of cool. He's in the club. Yeah, definitely. I, I wonder if he's like... I mean, he obviously looks up to his dad a lot, right? That's where he's getting all right. this. I want to step up and be an adult. I want to contribute to the party, whatever. I will say that, like... Because I'm going to talk about the comics when we when they're in our rearview mirror, mm-hmm. so to speak. Uh, this scene with... Uh, Rick and Lori and about Carl is almost word for word taken out of the comics. Oh, really? Yeah, they had that fight about the guns and well, he needs to learn uh, how to shoot and all that kind of stuff. It's so. been a while. I haven't read him in a long time. I just read it. Um, I found an edition that you can get for your Kindle, huh? and uh, I've been reading them on my Kindle, and they're great. I mean, they're black and white, so mm-hmm. uh, I've been kind of refreshing. But um, anyway, uh, so I guess they, they had to fit that in there. Cool. All right, let's move on. Uh, Glenn tells Dale about the barn walkers. Um, and of course, Glenn is waffling and trying to like dramatize it. And somehow, Dale's just like, "No, he's saying he's disrespecting and respecting Dale at the same time." Yeah. You're old. I mean, yeah. you've been around a while. You know things. Yeah, old people know things. That's it's true. Amazing. Yeah, and Dale seems to know a lot about what's going on in this camp. Yeah, I mean, as much crap as we've given him about false repairing the RV and all that kind of stuff, he really he understands the the problems in this camp yeah i was having a debate on someone with reddit about that because that's what I, someone pointed out about how he just cares for the group and he, you know he's the only one that deals every, with everyone in an upfront manner and i'm like bullshit if that's the truth why did he do this and they had a kind yeah. of a defense along the lines of even when he's subverting the group he's serving the group which i didn't buy what? but no yeah no. subverting and serving are two different <laughs> right, definitions right. sorry uh anyway so um we definitely see here that this episode is total. It's named absolutely correctly. Mm. Everyone has secrets. This episode is all about lying, telling the truth. Everyone is kind of revealing information and trying to hide information. But I, I really liked. Um, I really like to see what Glenn was doing here because he's he, man. He stepped up. He did step up this episode, as we'll see later. But uh, next scene is the gun training, and. I'm so glad they called out Chris shooting that gun gang. That drove yeah. me fucking crazy. I'm like, are you kidding me? Yeah. And when T-Dog did it, it was even better. Yes, thank you, T-Dog. Don't give me that gangster shit. <laughs> yeah. Love it. Yeah, very cool. Uh, I did think it was funny that Andrea do is doing basically exactly as well as Carl is. Like, they both make one shot as far as I can see. Although yeah. she was shooting at the O and the no trespassing sign. Hit it three times, right dead center. That's a pretty good shot. Like we had yeah, this debate really last shot. night. You've not shot a handgun. I've shot mm-hmm. a lot of guns, and I'm that for a novice. That's not bad, especially since yeah. a lot of people spend the first couple clips getting over things like not blinking when the gun goes off, dealing with mm-hmm. the recoil, 
learning how to cite properly, you know. Uh, so I, I thought it was fairly impressive. Um, I don't know if I would instantly give her a gun with twice as many rounds because that just means she can qu- kill twice as many people. To k- <laughs> try twice to as kill, many survivors, yeah. yeah. Right? <laughs> I mean, my God, that rifle with uh, uh, that she was shooting uh, uh, Daryl with was yeah. like a bolt-action single shot. I mean, if that was semi-automatic, she'd have oh. plugged the dude. Uh, the whole, pop, pop, the whole pop, crowd. Pop, yeah. yeah. Would have been five Would've dead been survivors. Massacre. Uh, well, at least she was protecting the group. So, yeah, she's pretty good at shooting, uh, we can see there. But we'll see later on more about that. Next scene, Dale confronts Herschel about the walkers in the barn. It's the battle of the old guys uh, yeah, that know things. And I really, really like this scene. Yeah. I, I do have to say I like how Dale handles the confrontations in this episode. I'll go further and say that my respect for Dare, uh, Dale shot through the roof in this episode. Yeah. I mean, you got you to gotta say that he took on the two scariest people in the, in the camp to me. Mm-hmm. Herschel, I mean, once you find out he's keeping a barn full of walkers, you're already, like, batshit meter starts going off. Yeah. And Shane, knowing what we know about Shane and what Dale's observed of Shane, that's both of those are very brave acts. And I thought yeah. he handled the Herschel situation perfectly. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's like, well, it's his farm. Unless you're going to take it by force, the best you can do is, like, what can I do to help you? make this safer like if you're yeah you're making yeah. a poor life decision what can i do to make it safer for you yeah I, and i really think he's he's definitely more concerned about his group of survivors at this point like what can i do to make the barn safer for us right basically because they're the ones outside face it i mean they're closest to the barn if anybody's gonna get eaten it's them right what um, i didn't like is that i thought that it made the, the maggie scene redundant um you know where well, she got offended with with uh uh Glenn calling them walkers mm-hmm. and said, I don't call them walkers. I call them mom and Sean or whatever her name. Uh, yeah, it was Sean. That was pretty funny. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, it was Sean. Um, the only thing that I would say to that is there's a definite difference in the way Herschel reacts to that and the way Maggie reacts. Um, really? Maggie changes her mind once the Glenn thing happens um, in the pharmacy later. Well, but that's the same. Yeah, like, well, okay, so if one of the zombies came at Herschel sideways, maybe he would mm, have true. a different uh, Yeah, he hasn't had that opinion. experience. Exactly. Yeah. So possibly. And, and Rick's telling him, oh, you Although they the know that the Otis was torn apart by zombies. They do. They do. But they didn't see it. Yeah. I think Maggie had to see it twice, actually. She saw it once in the well, and she saw it once that's in the true. pharmacy. That's true. That's true. The well kind of, like, made an opening in her... Mm-hmm. mind and the attack wedged it open yeah drove a wedge through it so here's hoping uh herschel gets attacked by zombies i also thought <laughs> herschel did a pretty good job of playing on dale's fears he's like you know you and rick seem like reasonable guys but how sure are your how sure are you of your people almost like yeah. herschel sees you know some of the crazy with like daryl mm-hmm. and shane and andrea and even his wife Lori. he doesn't think that those people are exactly stable yeah, but obviously he has a lot of respect for Rick. He says he's a man of conscience. And and, and I think he has respect for the way Daryl, or sorry, Dale, Dale yeah. uh, handled his business too. Sure. Uh, the one thing that Dale should have done here is tell him about the CDC, I think. That that might have helped a little bit. I mean, yeah, I don't here's know. what we found yeah, out. That's the, I had this in my notes. Why isn't anyone saying, look, we saw the brain scan. <laughs> Your brain stops working and... You die. Right. And you like, I understand back. him being out of touch about... The fact that, like, these people are rotting. What yeah. in the hell could you, even if you cured them the disease, they'd basically die. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that that's where there's a little crazy involved. But if you could say sure. that it's like, look, there's not even a, you know, a functioning brain there. Mm-hmm. 
I don't know. All right. Let's move on. The next scene. Um, Maybe is, the only thing I can think of is when he put them in the barn, they probably did not look that bad. Um, when he kicks, maybe. When he, they seem to look bad immediately, though. Well, I like, don't know, because I've seen some zombies that looked like all you could tell is like, you know, like when Amy came back. Yeah, she, I, I could see, like, okay, yeah, you put her in intensive care. and mm. Her you, eyes are all fucked up. They're, they're, they're roomy, but, you know, they're a little cloudy, whatever. Mm-hmm. But they basically look like people that have been wounded. So if he's seeing them in that condition and putting them in the barn, and then they're deteriorating, he apparently doesn't see that. But I don't know how he couldn't look at... What's happening on the news? See the resemblance to the things in his barn, and know that they're going to try to Man, tear people apart if they ever get loose. When it comes to family, people can do all kinds of justification. I guess, Herschel's and, and you want it to be true. I mean, yeah. your your wife and your stepson are still moving around ambulant. You want like that? Uh, you know, obviously, zombies are impossible. It, it, the one thing I would say that when I was watching season one again, mm-hmm. I was struck by the fact that it would be very hard to just start beating these things to death with yeah. baseball bats and shooting them in the head from close because they're still recognizably people. And you have a very strong yeah. in, in internal like conscious that says this is wrong. You shouldn't do even train soldiers. I mean, mm-hmm. a lot of your training is overcoming that, hey, I shouldn't kill another person reflex. I think there will be a lot of people who take it as an excuse to start beating and killing people, though. I think you'd be surprised some how people. few. That, yeah, that no, I'm I'm with you there. But some of them, yeah. Yeah, so like I think maybe a little, I've been a little harsh on people that that's a little bit harder. And if, if it's your own family. Like I remember watching first and um, what's the guy's name? The, the guy that Rick shacked up with at the Sun. Uh, Don Dominic Dom DeLuise is that Do- what you're going it might be Dominic no it Do- wasn't Dominic I thought it started with a D uh, Morris uh, no not Morris anyway the guy that had the wife that was shambling out out there yeah I was like about. god why can't you make that shot mm. but when I watched it again I'm like boy that would be tough especially since she wasn't that far gone <laughs> <laughs> okay she's looking good in that nightgown all right uh sure. little sunken face who hasn't woken up next to that <laughs> she hasn't got her face on yet moving on all right Lori <laughs> is thanking herschel for fixing carl um but herschel still wants him to leave and Lori's a little shocked by that uh she can't believe that after all of this and knowing what's going on out there that herschel wants him to leave i'm kind of with Lori here herschel what are you doing to this group i mean nah. he's he's sticking to his guns but i don't know why I mean, well, he, he sees the the couple wild element, but why doesn't he? There's got to be some solution to that, you know. I don't know. I said like, there's a lot of on, and I'm not going to get in this debate, okay. but except for to draw a comparison, hmm. uh, a lot of people brought up like pro-choice, pro-life in the conjunction of this episode, and I'm going to touch on that here in a minute. But uh, if you, whichever side you are on, the other side. It stands across a gulf that you can't fathom, you can't understand, you can't relate to, which is why it's such a fucking hot-button topic. Hmm. Yeah. You know, one people are killing babies, the other people are making a, a, exercising a right over their own body. Hmm. How can you reconcile that? I mean, so, like, if, if, if you're saying, like, look, this is my wife and stepson, and I'm waiting for a cure, and the other guy's like, no, these are flesh-eating zombies, we need to kill them, hmm. There is no debate to be had there. And I think Herschel sure. would be like, no, you just need to go because this is an explosive situation. Yeah, and it's interesting that that sort of um, distinction that Herschel's making and that Rick's making, um, they're both on the opposite side of that. And to compare that to kind of the 
the, the like the abortion theme that's going through this episode, you know, like the choice on that. Uh, it's just an interesting connection to make in this episode. Right. So there's a lot of that kind of thematic stuff going on. Um, next scene, Shane gives Andrea some one-on-one shooting lessons, and then Andrea storms off when things get a little heated. And I thought that, again, I started to like Andrea a little bit, and then she snatched it right back because that's, I think, a valid teaching technique. Yeah. If you're doing advanced firearms training, I've heard of people, like, lighting firecrackers behind a person <laughs> and then screaming as, as they're going off screaming, uh, there's your target, there's your target. I mean. <laughs> Have you heard of any instructors getting shot? Because uh, that's what I would be worried about happening. <laughs> maybe. I don't know. But I, I just think that, like, and we see later on in the episode, she did choke. Like, you have mm-hmm. to, if someone just mentioning your dead sister, mm. if if saying that that log is the zombie that killed your dead sister doesn't make you focus up and shoot it and makes you just turn into bitch face mode, <laughs> I have a problem with that. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, nothing about Especially since her reaction is to storm off and walk down a, a road alone. Yeah, that was pretty dumb. God pretty damn, dumb, this woman. Ah. She does have a gun with her, but apparently she's unable to kill anything. But there's a lot of discussion on Reddit right now about um, the Redditors being misogynist. And God knows there's a lot of misogynist Redditors. But I think that the show people are somewhat misogynist. The way they depict the the women in the show making consistently bad, over-emotional, non-logical decisions. Well, before you go too far into that thought, this episode was written by a woman. I don't know her name, but okay. And and I'm not going to try to defend that, but... I'm just going to say this episode was written by a woman. So, mm-hmm. and, and there's a couple of weird things. That's one weird thing that makes me kind of step back and say, whoa, that was written by a woman. The the pills, which we'll talk about later, is also another really weird thing Yeah, um, to have written by a woman. But we'll get into that later, I'm wrote, sure. The woman that wrote this episode is a gender traitor. Yeah. yeah. Ladies, okay. you, need to, you need to rise up. <laughs> Find her with pitchforks and torches. Awesome. All right. Uh, next scene, Lori confronts Rick about staying on the farm. And, man, is she a hypocrite. Man, because she's like, how long have you known we weren't going to be able to stay on the farm? Right. And I am so – I will get to this, but I am so fucking glad that Rick called her out at the end of this episode. How long have you known? Yeah, he didn't know. I don't think he called her out strong enough, honestly. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, she's, like, just putting the screws to him. And I also love that, you know – this happens a lot in relationships when there's something that needs to be fixed. The other person can't, and the other person's like, you're right, this needs to happen. The other person mm-hmm. can't let up. And I thought, Lori, that's a lot, uh, the, the Lori just kept on, you know, it was like, this is this is so important to us. And Rick's like, I know I'm going to fix this. Well, the if, we thing- gotta, if we can't survive out there, I know I'm going to fix It's like, yeah. are, are you trying to make him crazier? More skits? I mean. Once he says, I know I'll deal with it. Yeah. Let him, give him a chance to deal with it. Or you know? maybe volunteer on how you can help him. Or mm-hmm. if there's a way that you can, you know, deal with. I think she did volunteer to talk to Herschel, didn't she? Uh, About well, it. And and Rick kind of blew her remember. off. Can't remember. But I don't. There's a. You but know, once regardless you, of whether she did, she has shown time and time again that she can't make a decision. Like she's constantly waffling on what to do. What do we do? Yeah, it's almost like she's the devil that's on Rick's shoulder. Yeah, we should just let Carl die. <laughs> we should just not have this baby. Yeah. Well, we talked we about just, the the dichotomy with Shane and uh, Rick and what's his name Daryl. Yeah, we talked about that last episode. Right. So. Uh, I, don't, I don't know. It, this scene just kind of annoyed me because I knew she was being a hypocrite with mm. the pregnancy stuff. Mm-hmm. 
And we all did as an audience. Exactly. But that's yeah. that's the theme. I think this this whole theme was about yeah. the deception and coming clean and wiping the slates and figuring mm-hmm. out secrets. Definitely. Next scene is Shane chasing down Andrea to apologize. He he drives the car down the road and finds her eaten by zombies, of course. No. Yes. No. Yeah. She, she's A-OK, strolling down the road. I guess she did have a weapon. She did. She did. But she couldn't hit anything with it. Uh, speaking of weapons, we kind of glossed over this. Did you have a problem with the gun range? I know you, you actually said when we were watching it, you're like, Wah. you know, they're just popping off caps like mm-hmm. they're going out like it's the 4th of July. Isn't this going to bring all kinds of zombies? And I said, they at least, they at least made mention of this in the last episode mm-hmm. where it's like they're finding a way, a place that's way off and remote. Yeah. So if zombies were attracted, they wouldn't be attracted to the farm. They'd be attracted, you know, and it was, they made sure. Mention of the fact that it's a long walk. And Plus, they all have guns. That's also a scene that's right out of the book, too. Oh, is the it? The comic yeah. book, where they're like, well, yes, this is has a potential to mm-hmm. attract zombies, but we well, need the gun training. They didn't even mention it in the show. No, they did They did make it clear that it's like a pretty far distance. They did do that, yeah. Um, so, so, yeah, I didn't really have to me, too big of a problem. I, I don't need much. I just need the writers to at least make a wave that say, hey, we've thought of this. Yeah. To make my suspension of disbelief okay. If they mm-hmm. were just like some random scene, pop, 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 I'd be like, what the fuck? But since they at least acknowledged that and kind of showed that there is some spatial distance, I was okay. Yeah. Uh, are you okay with the quantity of bullets that they were using uh, at that range? Well... I, that's you might want to conserve a little bit of ammunition, you know. Well, where are they? In case get, you need it, because in in the book they raided a gun store and got a shopping cart full of bullets. Mm-hmm. So it's like, okay, that's a lot of bullets. But we don't see that in the show. No. So where do they get all the bullets? Do, do are did Rick just get them all from the police station, and that's what they've been using the entire time? I don't know. I mean, because he did have a big duffel bag full of guns, guns but man, full of bullets too. Because they are, they were, they, they were shooting weapons at a pretty good clip. And that to me says that they have exponentially more ammunition than they're using. Yeah, because you scene. wouldn't use ninety percent of your bullets in tar- <laughs> no. target practice. No way. Yeah, you'd use ten percent. Yeah, or maybe half. Yeah, because you're not stretching it. You're not really going to shoot a lot during a zombie attack. I wouldn't think that's true. Yeah, so it's better to make the ones you shoot count. Yeah, a, l- a little bit of a problem with that, but I- I'll let it go. Anyway. Um, next scene, Dale tells Lori that he knows she's pregnant, and she tells him about Shane. Um, of course, Dale coming You're in, being, lead here. being super Dale Lori's again. hair smelt so bad that she threw up. Yeah. I thought that was pretty interesting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's an accurate dis- depiction. Uh, well, her hair smelled she's like-, like... She's like, my God, what is that smell? She grabbed her hair. Oh, my God, that's me, and then started retching. <laughs> yep. Uh, I don't know that it worked out that way, but... And this girl got pregnant. I, I do want to know how Lori is so sure that it's Rick's kid. Because doesn't the timing line up to where she could Didn't be having Shane's kind kid? they kind of mention that? And I think it's kind of wishful thinking. Like, What do you mean they mentioned it? Because she's she says she they like... They mentioned it. Uh, no. Lori says, like, flat out, it's Rick's. Like, she has no doubt. Zero. And I don't know how she can be so sure about that. Well, I just think that I read that as like she just wants it to be Rick's. I mean, she's okay. thought of, she's surely thought of the timing. But nobody questions it. Not even Rick questions it in this episode. Well, when she tells him, Rick's trying to get over it. I mean, I, Rick, Rick is I got in, you, Rick but... is in full blown bygones mode. Didn't? Yeah. So yeah, but are you gonna get, instantly get over the fact that your wife is having another man's child? Uh. 
I think you have to. <laughs> Do you? Because the what Rick, I mean, Rick is super rational about it, but I mean, mm-hmm. I got to say it's hard to hate on a woman that does commits infidelity when she thinks you're dead. Absolutely. Like that's one yeah. of the plots of Homefront, which you know, I've been reading a little bit about is mm-hmm. that, you know, uh, spoiler alert, but this guy is taken as a prisoner of war and he's gone for years and years and years. Everyone thinks he's dead, comes home and his wife is shacked up with his best friend. Yeah. And I mean, Rick, that was shit gone. happens. Rick I mean, was it, gone for hours. So. Just like in, uh, <laughs> you know, that, the uh, movie about the desert Island with the uh, Tom Hanks, uh, uh, yeah. With Wilson. I don't remember the name of it. I don't Castaway. Either. Castaway. Yeah, same scenario. I mean, that shit happens all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and it sucks if you're the survivor that comes back to it, but it's a tor- entirely normal reaction. A lot of times your widow, ends up with the family friend because he was the one that was there for her. It's a little different when you're gone for like 12 years as opposed to being gone for a day and a half. Add a zombie apocalypse to the equation. I don't... uh, It's a little soon, a Mm -hmm. little soon, but, you know, dangerous situations, that's, you know, they're sexy. See, I'm I'm on the Daryl boat here, though. Everybody's like asking, oh, is... Is Daryl gay or asexual or what? And he's just more concerned about survival. Why wasn't Lori more concerned about survival than getting it in? You know? Well, I mean, I think she's a little, she needs a little bit of attention. Well, she's probably I, looking for a, for a protector for Carl at that point, too. So Right. And so. she'd like some comfort. Yeah. So. All right. Fine. Forgiven. Uh, <laughs> next scene. Uh, Lori asks Glenn to go into town for her and Maggie joins them. Um, or joins him. What do you think about Glenn agreeing to go into town for Lori? What do you think about Glenn chopping wood that's not Maggie? Chopping wood? <laughs> Never mind. What now? What was, was your question? chopping wood? Yes, he was. They came up and he was randomly chopping wood. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, my question... He is the group's bitch. I mean, Maggie called it right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Maggie points out that he has taken a backseat to everyone else, and he is he can be a leader. He needs to step up. Right. Um, but we'll get to that. Uh, no, I'm, I'm just, <laughs> Lori gives Glenn this list, which is apparently lotion, shampoo or conditioner, I can't remember, and birth control pills, or I'm sorry, the uh, morning, after, morning pill. after pills. Right. What the fuck is Glenn doing going into town, risking a mission into town for those stupid non-essential items? Well, I think they kind of mentioned this in the show is that I think Lori didn't really know what it's like out there. She's thinking maybe Mm -hmm. this town is roughly as safe as uh, Herschel's farm. And honestly, the first trip they went out there, they didn't even see a zombie. That's true. So I think she's thinking that this is like no big deal. I, how can your Lori's focus is just on and Lori's incredibly things, selfish. Though. Yes, she's incredibly selfish. She asked for a magazine for fuck's sake, a magazine. Yeah. Really? Well, I mean, if you're going into town mm-hmm. to get one thing, might as well pick up some magazines. Yeah, sure, sure. Stay out longer, risk more zombie attacks. Right. Gotcha. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm. It's funny. I am, it's like when she, he comes back home with like us weekly. She's like, I don't, I want a Cosmo. Yeah, that, that, could, I could thought that's the store. Honey? I thought that's what was really bad. Awesome. <laughs> uh, so I'm totally on Maggie's side when she calls her out later. Uh, but there's of course the zombie attack in the pharmacy. Do you want to talk about that a little bit? Glenn um, steps up. Well, first of all, I saw that coming a mile away. Yeah, you did. You called it. Like, you're sitting there watching, and you're like, hmm, they're filming this a lot like there's going to be a zombie attack. Which is, I like the show. It's like, I've been 
wrong as often as I've been right on those because I think That's they true. do a very good job of like when Carl was climbing across that corpse to get the machetes. Uh-huh. They filmed that just like it was going to be a zombie attack, and it wasn't. Yep. So like I, even though I saw it coming a mile away, I was still shocked when it actually happened. So I thought it was a pretty tense scene. Um, Definitely. What did you think about uh, the way Glenn dispatched the zombie when you found out that he had a machete on his hip the whole time? And he grabbed that shelf? Yeah. I, yeah. I can kind of excuse that because he's not thinking there. He's just thinking, oh, my God, something is attacking he's Maggie. Acting. He's acting. I need to dispatch it, and I'm just going to grab whatever I can here. And also, maybe he was thinking, I don't want to get that close to a zombie. I want yeah, I to have a little that. bit of range on this weapon. Yeah. So um, I didn't have a problem with that. Right. Uh, but then in the next scene, Shane and Andrea um, arrive at the housing development and begin to search. Um, this is kind of a short scene, and they're basically just saying, hey, let's let's go leave the car here, which I thought, this is a terrible idea. They're going to yes. leave the car there, walk to the far end, as far away from the car as they can get. Spoiler alert, this is going to be on the survival <laughs> review. And, st- and start heading back searching. That's the best way to get blocked from your exit. That's something you do if you're... Uh, like a Mormon or Jehovah's Witness canvassing a neighborhood <laughs> yeah. with pamphlets with your Bible tracts. That's yeah. not something you do in the goddamn zombie apocalypse. <laughs> exactly. And Shane should know better. Shane is the survivor guy now. What is he doing? I think the only reason they did that is so they have a kind of a false climax at the end where there was mm-hmm. a little bit of tension about because if they'd just done it house by house with a car in a driveway, there'd be no tension at all. It's like, okay, get in a car, drive away. Yeah. All right. Well... Um, so then Maggie goes to comfort Lori. Um, confront, you mean? Or confront, yeah, not comfort. I don't think there was much <laughs> comfort given on There was no comfort here. Uh, she, I think she rightly calls Lori out. Yes. Seriously, a uh, lotion in a magazine. The proper response to that is go fuck yourself. Like, this yes. list is not valid. Yes. <laughs> Take and, this list and read it like it was a magazine. Right. And the other thing is that she was kind of mad at Glenn for not, like, you know, Glenn should have said that. Yeah. Glenn said... Uh, birth control pills and loach man, go fuck yourself. But yeah. she was mad at him for not standing up and being a man. She's mad at Lori for risking her lives over what she found that was bullshit. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of that, there was a couple of um, people giving us feedback didn't like that. But I actually thought if you if you take an account that she really is growing to have affection for Glenn, yeah, absolutely. That that was scary you know on a personal level about being afraid for herself and also be afraid for glenn that like you know what Definitely. if he'd been bitten in a well what if he'd been bitten saving her could she mm-hmm. live with that you know she's having feelings for this guy yeah and that goes right into the next scene where um i'm defending she, the show i feel like i need to take a shower honestly <laughs> <laughs> that goes right into the next scene where she gives him advice and says hey for a smart guy you're really confused here um yeah. you you clearly have leadership skills you just need to exercise them. just call it glenn smart no you, maggie did you ra- she's a racist. Right? Ra- oh, Jesus. <laughs> We're not going into that. All right. Uh, next scene. Or actually, did you have anything to say about their conversation, Maggie uh, and Glenn? Uh, no. No? Okay. Uh, then we'll move on to Shane and Andrea running into Treble in Suburbia. Uh, they get attacked by zombies. Or, well, they go into this house first of all, and it looks like it's been all barricaded up. And the zombies busted through anyway. Yeah, what the hell happened in that house? Because there was I've got a theory. Qu- there's people on fire. I've got a theory. Okay. Here, here's what happened. Um, the zombies busted in through the garage. Mm-hmm. They barricaded that garage door. Right. And they threw Molotovs in the garage. 
Oh, so those were zombies that burnt to death. Exactly. Wouldn't they still be moving around, though? Or did the heat kill their brain? Uh, I think the heat kills I think fire also kills zombies. I don't know about in this universe, but in most of the zombie universes, they do. Yeah, you'd think that you'd raise the brain's temperature high enough it would kill it like anything else. Sure. So, all right, I'll buy that. Because um, I so was wondering. I I'm like, what the? Because there was just weird shit in that house. Yeah, there was. And the hole in the wall. My theory with that is they were fighting off the zombies in the garage. Uh-huh. One of them got through, busted through the wall, and ate the people inside. A zombie, I don't buy a zombie busting through drywall. Really? Yeah. They would so have to. I could bust through drywall. Yeah, you could, but you, you know that you can. Sure. Also, I kind of sure. like to see you do it. <laughs> That'd be fun. Without a record ball, it's not all that easy. Yeah, I'd, I'd have to use my head, I think. Um, I, I just think that a zombie, and le- they, they don't know that they can do that. That's so, like, a, yeah. a sturdy door and a sturdy drywall is going to hold off zombies. Maybe they couldn't, they realized they couldn't fend off the zombies in the garage and they busted out. See, I, I was thinking drywall. maybe that was like they, they, someone tried to get out and, like, oh, this is the only way. Yeah. So we're like CSI zombie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. And the trajectory of the <laughs> of the bullet. drywall breakage. Um I gotta say, I wasn't super impressed with the way that they turned Andrea into a badass. No. I, I loved it. Are you surprised? I, I I'll say I love Andrea as a badass. I do she too. She looked super badass when she was pulling the trigger and killing those zombies. Mm-hmm. It, it just seemed to happen maybe too suddenly. Like, like, Maybe for not a big enough reason. Like, one zombie headshot was all she needed to then. Exactly. And the other problem I had is, and this drives me crazy with every action movie. Here, I'm going to ruin action, 50% action <laughs> movies for you, listeners. Oh, no. Pay attention to the people that blink when they shoot guns. Because mm-hmm. if you're bl- you you are not a bad... Like, if you're Tom Cruise and you're emptying a clip and you're blinking every time to fire, you are not a badass. Sure. Andrea freaking blinks so many times when she's shooting that gun. Mm-hmm. There's no fucking way she can be that accurate. Yeah. All right. But, yeah, I, I had a problem with it. Yeah. But I like now, I'm hoping that she will remain a badass and yes. not regress and do something stupid like shoot Daryl. Because, again, touching on the comics, that was the thing. They, they did the whole range, and it's almost word for mm-hmm. word that Andrea was the standout. Yeah. And she became a pretty good proficient marksman from that point forward. Um, I would like to see her be that. And, you know, obviously, I, I thought they were going for that in the first season when she was so kind of gun crazy. Mm-hmm. And then in season two, they just kind of reset her character. Yeah. 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 It's like. After her sister died and Dale did what he did. Did she, did, is she good with a gun or not? Yeah. So. I'll, I'll, you know who's good with a gun? Who? Shane is good with the gun. Did you yes. see him whip out that pistol and yes. just destroy that log? Headshot. Oh, plus he was just oh, headshotting yeah. zombies left and right. Headshot machine. Yeah, he is good with a weapon. I like the fact that they made him a a a pistol instructor because my friend who's a cop is also a shooting instructor and I was kind of like skeptical of that claim. Mm-hmm. But boy, god, I went shooting with him a couple weeks ago and we were shooting pumpkins because well, it's Halloween and they're <laughs> sure. cheap as hell. Yeah. He was getting he was headshotting that pumpkin from fifty yards away with his sidearm. Whoa. Like I was impressed and not like taking care, just kinda of whipping it out and casually plunk, 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 and I was like amazed. So wow. yes, I've seen it first and of course it wasn't a stress situation, he wasn't being by zombies, sure. but I could almost believe somebody that good exists in the world. Yeah, yeah. And Shane has obviously had a lot of training as a police officer. Mm-hmm. They're shooting all the time. Um so in the next scene, Lori apologizes to Glenn, I think it was, uh, and Glenn tells her to come clean to Rick right. about the pregnancy. Um, and he also I, brought I her. 
he also brought her the prenatal vitamins. Yeah. And said, you know, I've got you this, but I also got you this. Uh, so. So, I, yeah, I. Do you want to, would you like to share <laughs> no, with the listeners? No, we're not going there. Your little joke that you made there? <laughs> no, 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 no. All no. right. We'll well, you might find it on YouTube later. <laughs> uh, <laughs> next scene. Uh, on the way back to the farm, Andrea goes straight for Shane's junk. Yeah. Just grab grab a handful of Shane. to the cock. Whew, man. And someone made a, on Reddit, a freeze frame of Shane's face. <laughs> <laughs> and I gotta say, if it's possible to rape a willing person, I think Shane did that. <laughs> no, Andrea did that. No, to Shane. No, uh, uh-uh. uh, no, no. Shane, Shane reversed it on her. He what? He, yeah, like I said, I don't know if it's possible to do that, but that hmm. face was. It's like I have to see. He it. looked at her like you looked at Otis. Man, it was like it was something savage and and unnatural and bestial. Wow, it's it's just scary. I think Andrea just loves his earlobes. That's what I think. Just can't. The bigger the earlobes, you know the saying: the big, the bigger the earlobes, the bigger the. I think eh. that threat from zombies equals aphrodisiac. That's what the show is showing time and time yeah. again. That's Zombie true. Maggie, attack. Andrea. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Makes it makes them hot. Absolutely. Um, I do like the relationship that Andrea and Shane are developing because I think this is a way to kind of integrate Shane back into the group if the show chooses to go there. Now I don't know. Shane's kind of still up in the air and he's kind of a bad guy at the moment um but that relationship kind of takes the pressure off of Lori and shane's thing that mm-hmm. they had going right because it, it kind of pushes it into the background a little bit now of course there's still the rape that that's still there no characters and no fans seem to acknowledge it but it's still there uh-huh. uh but i like that he's kind of moving all his attention away from Lori a little bit do you really i see i didn't i don't I don't see that. I see it developing. Like, start. There's a nugget there I, that he dude, and Andrea are going to connect. I think this thing with Shane and Andrea. I don't know how Andrea views it, but I'm, until I see evidence otherwise, this is just Shane getting down with a girl. No, I think Shane and Andrea are very much alike. Yeah, they're both. They're both now in this for survival. They don't have anybody else. Shane's out here all alone. Andrea's out there all alone now that Amy's gone. Right. I think they're going to connect. They're, hmm. They've got that sort of connection there. Are you going to make an official prediction? Uh, sure, why not? <laughs> they're going to couple off and do what they do, grab a handfuls of each other <laughs> all season. <laughs> um, next scene, uh, Lori takes and then untakes the morning after pills. Yeah, that's uh, about all I can say about that. That's all you're going to say about that? Mm-mm, yep. Yep. She smelled her hair to You're not going to mention anything about how morning after pills work or anything like that? Oh, I guess this is a good point. This is a good time to mention it, yeah. So, again, I don't want to get into pro-life or pro-choice, but I don't also want people to make informed, stupid decisions based on preconceived notions that this show is foolishly and irresponsibly, in my opinion, uh, conceiving. The morning after pill does not work that way. Mm-hmm. Okay? So if, if you're a woman and you're comfortable with taking uh, you know, oral contraceptives, birth control pills, mm-hmm. you should be ethically comfortable with taking the morning after pill because it uses the exact same mechanism. Mm-hmm. It's basically just a high dose of that that, that prevents an egg from being – I'm not even going to talk about how it works. It works exactly the same way. Yeah, It's not the abortion pill. That's something that you would go – to a clinic or to a physician for and to take under medical because it's not a it doesn't it doesn't 
abort the pregnancy. It no. stops the pregnancy from happening. Taking a bunch of morning-after pills would be roughly as effective as taking a half bottle of Tylenol <laughs> uh-huh. or a half bottle of cough syrup. Jack Daniels. Or jumping <laughs> off out of a tree and inflicting physical harm. All yeah. these things are incredibly harmful for your body and have equal chances of aborting a fetus. By the way, if you are going to do an abortion, jumping out of a tree is not a good way to do that. I'm just saying I would not that do it that way, personally. I don't care if you're pro-life or pro-choice, but if you avoid mm-hmm. taking the morning-after pill... Uh, because you think that it's going to abort a baby, you're mistaken. Mm-hmm. It's wrong. Also, and this if show you, if was you... wrong for, pr- pr- for promoting that myth. They could have had her doing sure. any kind of thing. You know, they, they could have had her do a lot of different ways without, you know, making it explicitly clear that she was taking the morning after pill or the plan B or whatever. They, they also give the false impression that it, it works exactly the same uh, a month or two into a pregnancy, as it would immediately that's my whole after. Point. I know, I know. Yeah, that, that also that's why I'm saying it's like taking a taking a bunch of those would be roughly as effective as taking a half bottle of aspirin. If you took, yeah. if she took a regular dose of that, you know, for after 72 hours of sexual mm-hmm. contact, it, it has no effect. Yep, no effect whatsoever. All right. So and again, I, 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 I now that I know that a, f- a female wrote this show, I'm like, wow, <laughs> yeah, wow, because there's so many misconceptions about that. Yeah, you know, I've Crazy. heard of people, I've heard of, um, you know, pharmacists not dispensing them to people because of religious beliefs. Mm-hmm. It's like if you will not res- dispense a morning after pill, but you'll dispense birth control, you're a fucking hypocrite. Yeah, and you should quit your job <laughs> because you are not qualified to do it. Mm, strong words. It needs to be said. Okay. I'm outraged. All right. Now that both you and Lori have those out of your system, uh, <laughs> let's move on to the next scene. Uh, Shane and Andrea return, and Dale tells Shane to leave, basically. Dale confronts Shane. Well, Shane and Andrea were not very, I mean, oh, God. I, think, I think people in the next county over knew they had sex. What happened? Is, did he turn into Glenn all of a sudden? What? I mean, Shane. Did Shane turn into Glenn? Glenn yeah. totally led oh, on to yeah. yeah. I mean, come on. Those those they had afternoon delight written all over their faces. <laughs> Absolutely. Dale's like, what happened out there? So let me ask you this. How much of that was Dale's genuine concern for the group and for Andrea in particular, shacking up with mm-hmm. a you know, homicidal maniac? How much of it was his jealousy? And how much of it was just you know, the fears that Herschel kind of played on about how sure are you of the group? I am going to, I'm going to say it's mostly about Andrea at that point. Really? Because of, yeah, because of, you don't think it's jealousy because I, I've said for several episodes now that that's I what think I'm sa- that's what I'm saying. Okay. It's, it's about Andrea. It's about Shane and Andrea hooking up, but he could, he could in a non-sexual way care about andrea like i don't want to see oh i got like if i if i saw one of my girlfriends not Mm -hmm. like you know i'm having sex with girlfriends but when a girlfriend's shacking up with a psycho yeah yeah i could take him away and be like look you need to piss off because i care about this person you're bad news yeah i got you and and not be cock blocking him for some reason i my mental my brain goes to dale and andrea have a thing like a romantic sexual thing um which may or may not be true i don't I know that we've actually seen any of that in the show, have we? No, I think that the... It might have been hinted at. I've gotten some hints, yeah. Okay. That Dale... I don't think Andrew feels that way towards him, but I think he feels that way towards Andrew. Well, let's put it this way. Dale wasn't staying at the CDC for... um, What's her name? Yeah. (laughs) Who was in, like, two scenes. We already have a Carol. Uh, She was in, like, two scenes in season one. I can't remember her name. Right, right. 
but he wasn't staying there for her. He was staying there for Andrea. Shit, yeah, so right. there's some sort of connection there. Uh, I think it was like 60% for uh, like jealousy. Okay. Jealousy uh, for Shane. Uh, I also think so, and for this one reason, he was not very smart about the way he went about it. Like, contrast mm. him confronting with the unstable Shane, with him confronting, mm-hmm. I mean... With Herschel. He yeah. basically, this, going at Shane the way he did is roughly as smart as blackmailing Batman. That's a good point. I yeah. mean, you've got, so, and, and I liked how Shane called it out. It's like, so, uh-huh. I killed Otis in cold blood and tried to kill my best friend, who I think is a brother, uh-huh. and you, what do you think I'm going to do with someone I don't even like? Some old man. That was like. chilling. That was, and this this was a phenomenal scene. In that's my the opinion. first time I've seen the guy. Uh, what's his name? The guy John Bernthal. That's the first time I've actually been impressed with the way he delivered something. Really? See, I like him. I like his acting a lot. I just need so to, I thought the, this was the accent and the lobes getting away from me. Well, <laughs> okay, there are the lobes, but right. Uh, I don't know. I thought the scene was really good. Um, and Shane makes a good point that the the group would definitely not be better off without him right now. I don't. I don't think that. Him leaving is a good idea. Really? No, because he's the one thinking pragmatically, thinking seriously about how are we going to keep this group alive. Honestly, I think he's a little too pragmatic, man. Like, and we gotta we gotta listen. I'm gonna step on the listeners' toes because we got some good feedback on that. But I just think it's way too early in the zombie apocalypse to be sacrificing the Otis's of the world. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Uh, The only uh, the only reason I would want him to leave is because he is a dancing machine when he gets pissed. He dances yeah. around like th- they can't even keep a camera on him. Yeah, he, he sways in the wind so he was, much. He was weaving like a prize fighter. <laughs> yeah, he was. I yeah. thought they were going to start boxing. I, I really even, did. Yeah, I didn't notice that until. But that I thought that brought a lot of like cage tiger intensity to the scene. Absolutely. Yeah. So good stuff. Uh, then the final scene we see Rick confronting Lori um, after finding the pills. Wow, this is another good scene. These last two scenes were phenomenal, in my opinion. And I like the fact that Lori and uh, Glenn, um, Rick have completely come clean mm-hmm. about the pregnancy, yep. about, you know, they could have they, – I almost thought they were going to do it when she paused for a long time. Mm-hmm. But she came clean about Shane and him. Um, so do you think – were you happy with the way that went down? I am. I think... Were you happy with Rick's reaction to it? I was. I was. Because every other time I've seen Rick deal with something, mm-hmm. it's been in... It's kind of like um, a little bit reserved. And in this, he was shouting. Yeah. He was wildly gesturing. He was visibly angry. And when he told she told him about Shane and confirmed that, mm-hmm. I thought he showed about 10 different emotions in the space of 10 <laughs> seconds and then uh. basically... Shoved it down in his gut and say, mm-hmm. pulled the chain, and say, "Hey, I knew, I, I knew, I knew." It's yep. been in the back of my mind this whole time. I thought that was, I really, I really liked this performance. Yeah, and that was him. I think saying, "I should have known." Like I, I the th- it was there. I should have picked up on that. And that you can. I had a little bit, but I hadn't really formulated the right, thought. Right. So pretty cool there. I thought it was believable. A lot of people had a problem with him being that rational and. You know, but what is he going to do? Yeah, what, what other option? He pulls out his gun and shoots her. Yeah, like, it's, what? it's uh, you know, you know, divorces her. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. If they can find a justice of a peace, of the peace anywhere, yeah, go ahead. I mean, he's judging her on what she's done since, and she hasn't been anything but faithful. Uh-huh. And he hasn't even known how like she's fended off a rape and all that mm-hmm. other stuff. Yeah. So, so I was happy with it. Um, and I was totally happy that he called her out on being a hypocrite, too. Now, kind you, of, indirectly. He was like, how long have you known? Do you think that 
Shane and Rick will have some sort of conversation about this. Because that's the next shoe that I want to see drop. Now that Rick hmm. knows, mm-hmm. uh, is he going to have a conversation and, and make this good with Shane? Like, look, I know this happened, blah, blah, blah. I forgive you. I think and what that, will Shane, how will Shane take that? I think that does need to happen, but I hope he waits until what I think is going to happen is he'll him and until Shane and Andrea have a connection or a stronger bond, you know, hmm. okay. cause, cause then I think it will go a lot better than if he tries to pull it out now. Okay. <laughs> cause I, no, Andrea's the only one pulling anything out. Uh, <laughs> no, I think it'll go a lot better once his concern is less with Lori and more with Andrea. So just hold off a little, a little longer, Rick, it'll all work out. Um, I did want to talk a little bit about kind of, the the reset that went on in this episode because other than Sophia being gone, who we don't care about, um, and Carol doesn't either, and Carol doesn't either. <laughs> she, I, I mean, she just like didn't give like uh, any news. No, nah. oh, okay. See, Can I make you some sandwich? I mean, she just really is casual about Sophia at this point. I think, I think Carol is playing it like a woman in Carol's position would, hmm. because she has. She's been a battered wife. She's constantly been told what to do, not not getting involved in anything. I think she's just waiting for the people in charge to, to figure this out. To go into flow. Yeah, I kind of – I hinted on that a couple episodes that I think that's a good read for her character as it's being portrayed. I do too, yeah. Um, but I did want to talk about like Which all is- the secrets are out, like you said. Um, everybody came clean with Rick. Uh, everybody knows what's up with the barn and Herschel. And they've ended a lot of storylines that weren't going to go anywhere. Like, what's going to happen if Herschel says, sure, you can stay on this farm, no problem. And there aren't walkers in the barn. All we get is one walker every few months. Well, the show is bullshit. Nothing's going to happen. Okay. No one wants to watch that. So I'm glad to see that they're moving things along. They found this housing development, um, which I hope goes somewhere, you know. Right. So I'm glad they moved it along because it was getting pretty stale in my opinion sure and hopefully next episode sophia is done one way or another alive dead zombified i don't care right come back with merle come back parachuting out of a plane i don't give a shit just get this done if the sophia plot line goes into episode you know season Uh 2.5 i will be officially pissed yep yeah that would be pretty that'd be pretty shitty so overall i really like this episode Mm -hmm. uh I thought there was great acting. Uh, they moved the story along quite well, and I'm pleased. I'm pleased. Uh, yeah, I'd say that this is an above-average episode of television, and uh, they need to keep it up. Definitely. Uh, I'm going to do the Kill of the Week and the Idiot Survivor of the Week. Kill of the Week obviously goes to Glenn for saving the hottest girl on the farm, right? Yeah, plus who would have thought that Glenn would ever get a Kill of the Week? Yeah, yeah, he steps it up with style. a hatchet. I love well, it. not just a, like shelving units. <laughs> that's true yeah you know it's funny because when i used to work at walmart as a teenager i used to think because part of my job was breaking down those gondolas and cleaning them sure. and all that stuff sure. and what you don't know is they're pretty the ones at walmart anywhere are pretty heavy metal and they're on sturdy. the and on the edges they got this like jigsaw thing that makes them mm-hmm. fit into it and i always thought i was like god damn if you got caught in the head with one of these things it would end <laughs> you it would end you yeah. and that's the first thing i thought is like oh yeah my theory got played out <laughs> Awesome. <laughs> you do not fuck with the shelving unit. No. Definitely, yeah. Uh, An idiot survivor of the week goes to Herschel for convincing his entire family that the monsters in the barn are still the family. Right. 
the, the idiot survivor of the week because there actually wasn't a whole lot of idiotic things in this episode right oh really does the different. survival master have another take on it's it? going to be actually like last episode it's going to be tough to find okay some solid ones i've like i said you know andrea walking alone down the road mm, starting sure. at the end of the road and leaving the car uh-huh. uh, yeah, that's okay. yeah so there's a couple brain but not like the first episode where I had like a, I had to leave yeah. things out deliberately <laughs> or last episode with Andrea shooting Daryl. That was a tough one. Cause that was one big one. And mm-hmm. I, you know, 75% of the articles about that. But other than that, I was just making jokes yeah. about Dale cock, you know, post hoc cock blocking, uh, Glenn. Uh, Glenn. Yep. Uh, if you like that every Friday at noon, I post a survival review and it's a basically a tongue in cheek, uh, yeah review of the survivor i do make i think valid points of like mm. when they do their stupid things oh, yeah. but yeah, I, I play it for laughs but it's all yeah it's really funny uh okay why don't we do some listener feedback uh okay <laughs> <laughs> yeah don't seem too uh, enthusiastic just first off for our next project i know a lot of people are saying we should we got even more everyone wants us to do boardwalk empire everyone wants us to do a different show like no, there are 40 no, no, shows no, no, on the no, list no. Yeah, there's like there if are. i pie chart this out there's like 80 percent of people want us to do boardwalk empire that's true yeah so i think but the, my question is shouldn't we wait till next season to start that because we'd be coming in on season uh on season three basically i think mm-hmm. yeah um but we don't want to come in half season no know? it's like Mid-season. i think that's a bad way to go um there's a lot of some people made some good defenses of how you could do louis and some other comedy shows someone mm-hmm. mentioned arrested development is there an audience for an admittedly hilarious comedy show that was off the air five years ago i mean I, I, there I, there is a huge yes it's a huge cult following for arrested development but i don't know that people are actively watching and listening to podcasts about it anymore. right right they they will when the new season uh, starts it'd be roughly like doing a firefly podcast which exactly. would be cool which but would i don't be very know cool. that anyone would listen to it in any kind yeah. of appreciable numbers not that that's what it's all about but it kind of is sure Although people still listen to Lost Podcast in huge numbers. That's true. When they like do Jay and re- Jack do one. That, yeah. But that's their the thing. Um, uh, I had another – some votes for Sons of Anarchy who actually – Oh, cool show. Mad Brew, who is going to be doing Game of Thrones. He's one of our friends mm-hmm. that joined us from time to time on Blue Yonder. Um, he is a huge Sons of Anarchy fan. So, And really? he actually talked about doing the podcast uh, this season with his dad. <laughs> Because him, they have a pretty kind of, and that's kind of like a Jay and Jack type of deal. Sure, sure. Um, that I think that would be hilarious. But he and I might do that next year. Uh, we got some votes for Dexter, which I think both you and I are off the Dexter train. Uh, no, I really like Dexter, but it's too far gone. It's, it's I five think it's seasons, also six seasons in. Quality now. wise, has been a steady decline too. Here's the thing: we I don't really want to jump into shows that are too established. Breaking Bad and Mad Men are the exceptions because they're exceptional shows right like they are the best of the best on television right so i want to cover those but uh the other one is justified which i talked to you last week i would i'd like to do Justified. i don't know anything about this show but i'll definitely check it out okay uh, and then some people said that for other back catalog that, that like to do the wire and sopranos oh. i don't know about the sopranos but i am going to do a in-depth detailed kick-ass definitive the wire podcast one of yep. these days and i've got some like surprises I'm I'm going to try my damnedest to get uh, celebrity inputs on here, get celebrity um, reviewers. Get Jason Whitlock involved. I'm, that's going to be I'm, – I'm, I'm already trying to work him real hard. Are you? Yeah. Good, good. I'm working that Indianapolis native angle pretty hard. Yeah. For, for our listeners, they should shout I'll to him and say, I'll even lie and say hey. I was a Jeff George fan all my life. <laughs> okay. So, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm excited about that. Um, but let's get right into the feedback. 
Mike from Illinois. He uh, so our feedback was mixed, and Mike is one of the ones on the the con side. He said the Walking Dead for him is wearing thin. It's like a high school play with great zombie effects. I can't believe the stupidity of these folks. Herschel said it best. I can't believe you believe you dumb bastards survived this long. Shane's twitchy, eye-darting, guilty looks are killing me. I know, don't know how much longer I can hang on. Probably not as long as Sophia in the woods, but I'll try. <laughs> Man, if you don't like the show, stop Good watching one. it. <laughs> oh, how many times we've been told that. <laughs> if you don't like the show, what the fuck are you doing a podcast about it for? I'm going to go to <laughs> iComments reviews and give you one star, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> and say if you don't like it stop watching it um mikey d from the uh, virginia uh he says a better episode than the last couple as far as the characters acting in character but there were still some yeah. things that bothered me uh first where did the seemingly unlimited cache of ammunition come from that they can afford to waste it with that shooting range good call good point second and the show has established that noise attracts walkers so why set up your shooting range with your back so close to a tree line Ooh. Yeah, I thought he was going for the why would you set so close to the farm? But he zigged. He should have zagged. That's true. That is true. They should have pointed at the opposite direction. Maybe they got someone. Into the maybe they got someone walking out. You know, uh, looking out for walkers. Uh, third and related, Shane and Andrew is shouting and shooting in the actual woods with no lookout and potential for emerging walkers. Thank you. I think mm-hmm. I just found my fourth critique <laughs> for the week. Yeah. Uh, it seems like the writers only want walkers to be attracted by gunfire when the writers want them to be. That's hacky writing. You you got. I mean. This is where I think my lowered expectations are coming in, that I'm – my suspension of disbelief is being recalibrated because you're right. Those are all solid reasons. Uh, on the positive side, when Dale was giving his lecture to Shane, I kept thinking about the part in The Dark Knight when the lawyer tries to blackmail Bruce Wayne and responses, do you think the person that beats criminals a bloody pulp with his bare hands and you want to blackmail him? Thank you. Yeah. I had the same thought. You stole all of our listeners' comments this I episode, did not. didn't you? <laughs> Damn it. Didn't you? Uh, see if we if we ca- if we did this on Monday night, this w- this kind of shit wouldn't happen. Yeah, that's <laughs> it. We got to beat him to the punch. Uh, <laughs> so then, for Shane to respond with the same tack made me cheer a little bit because that's a logical response. Hell yeah, it's a nice little bitch slap right back at Dale, who though correcting his assertion is way over his head in his accusation. That is all. Mm-hmm. Uh, Joe H says Shane could snap him like a twig. Yeah, and he's also a pretty good shot. I have yet yep. to see Dale shoot anybody. <laughs> Even though he's the he one that I've off. seen. Yeah, true. Uh, Joe H. says, Secrets was the best episode episode since the Zompede. Just that scene, not the whole episode, in the first episode of the season. Glenn is fast becoming my favorite character next to Dale. Daryl. I must point out that the pharmacy smackdown featuring Gerber, uh, which mm. is, that's where the machete he's talking about. Yep. Uh, assuming that you don't have a bludgeoning weapon on hand showed that he is as valuable as any ad- adult in the group, as Maggie pointed out. And should not be relegated to Walker Bay anymore. <laughs> it's the best episode, in the, the best scene in the episode. Uh, I think I don't know if it's better than any either of the Dale scenes or the Rick and Laurie showdown, but mm-hmm. it's pretty solid. Yeah, had a zombie in it. It's got that going for it. <laughs> yep. Do you think it's ethically irresponsible to have sex? No, never. <laughs> what the hell, Joe H? Well, finish the sentence, oh, man. Okay. <laughs> Do you think it's ethically irresponsible to have sex, even just a quickie, when you're supposed to be searching for a lost child? Well, yes, of course, yes. <laughs> Uh, no, I don't. I don't know because I don't know that. I at this point, I don't know. They do a good job in the comic where you get it in the minds of the survivors that some of them aren't sure about Rick. You know, the, like the group, mm-hmm. the group chooses to follow Rick, but not everybody is on Team Rick. If that makes sense, sure. Where Shane this, is definitely not on Team Rick. Right? Now. They make it seem like Shane is the only voice of dissent mm-hmm. with Rick's game plan, and yeah. I think that. 
you know, a lot of these people don't really buy the fact that Sophia is out there. So the sense of urgency is pretty low. I mean, name me another person who's not uh, against Rick on this. Or I'm I'm sorry, who is against Rick on this? Well, but I mean, Shane, but they're nobody. Not, what I'm saying is because you're not seeing doing you're not seeing these characters having their own private conversations. Sure. I mean, the only thing the other the voice of the sin has been T Dog when he was you know fever mad talking about yeah. the redneck. So, but then he took all that back. He goes. He thinks he should wait until you're back at camp and officially off duty. Um, as far as Sophia, Sophia, whatever. Uh, yeah, seventy two <laughs> hours in a walker infested woodlands, exposure or possible injury is considered dead. After Z Day, you don't search for bodies. <laughs> it's the only thing I really agree with Shane about. I'm still pissed off about Otis, by the way. In my zombie apocalypse world, as long as a group member is not actually being eaten and is still moving, no matter how close the zombies are, you still try to keep them alive and not kneecap them so you can survive. Hmm. I mean, he really had time to fight for the bag. There was time to drag his fat ass along. Apparently this guy's on Team I agree. I think that the show should have done a better job of making Shane's choice look, if we were going to have any kind of sympathy for Shane. And maybe that's what they, they didn't want us to I think they should have made that more of a tough, like, boy, it's me or him and in the moment. But the way they shot that made it seem like it was something Shane just did for the shit of it. I, yeah, and I think they played that right, in my opinion, because Shane has done a lot of shitty things uh, so far. I mean, rape being the least of them, you know? <laughs> right. Or being the most egregious, but uh, yeah, Shane least is... defensible, anyway. Yeah, Shane does things like that every once in a while so he's not totally a good guy and i think they're trying to point that out uh michael m thought this was a pretty good episode i'd like it was off to a quick witty start it became clear to me that i know breaking chicken legs and throwing him in walker is hilarious <laughs> <laughs> it became clear to me that shane is the father of Lo- uh, Lori's baby when they framed the nice father-son shot of carl and rick they did this exactly as andrew made the comment to shane you decided not to leave something changed your mind Oh, so she's saying, or he's saying that this was kind of like a little bit of foreshadowing. But that would mean that hmm. Shane knows that she's Lori's pregnant? Uh, I don't know that Shane knows that yet. Maybe I'm misinterpreting what Michael's saying here. Uh, Dale's expertise is a smoother overshine. It seems like that's a true his true value to the group. Uh, yeah, he does seem to be the diplomat. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rick and Lori seem solidly unmatched. Zombies are not. Any baby born at any time faces a myriad of challenges in life. Did they have this talk when Carl was conceived? Sheesh. <laughs> I think they they have a little it's bit a more. A little of, bit more. Yeah, yeah, a challenge in this world. Uh, Maggie relating to the walkers as people is strong. If Glenn had the hibachi sword on his belt, it's a Gerber. No. The whole time, why did he initially hunt around for something else to whack the zombie with? Uh, yeah. Heat of the moment. I guess. He, he just lost his head. I guess. Uh, but overall, this is a good episode. I like the psychological interplay and the mastering of mind over fear. The courage of honest, blunt answers was also appealing. Slates mm-hmm. were cleared. Have a great holiday. You too. Thanks, man. Thanks. Uh, I'm thankful for such thoughtful listeners. <laughs> uh, Shane in Atlanta, number one. Uh, I'm so glad that he is through the zombie apocalypse getting these missives out to us yeah yeah i want to know is he doing this from like a phone is he doing this is is there a computer on the farm he's using rick cb to morse code it out over the internet yeah in binary uh morgan morgan that's his name yeah so calm down people yeah don't send any emails delete the email out of your sent mail folder (laughs) or at least take the curse words out (laughs) 
You guys should give some love to Bear McCreary and the music he does for The Walking yeah. Dead. I'm a big fan of what he did for BSG, uh, which is Battlestar Galactica. Yeah, me too. And his work on this show is effing fantastic. On his blog, he explains the music of episodes. He reveals the unusual instruments used in the compositions, the reasoning behind certain musical elements, as well as the reflects on cues and sequences that he thinks worked and did not work. Uh, check his blog out. And he gives us a link. It's Bear, like the raw Bear, <laughs> McCreary, M-C-C-R-E-A-R-Y.com. Yeah, I have to say that my probably my favorite part of Battlestar Galactica was the music. It was so good. And it's just as good here in Walking Dead. Yeah. He says, also, one of the things I think you guys did a good job with your Breaking Bad podcast was that you discussed the ideas and commentary of other critics like Seppenwall. I wish you'd do that more with The Walking Dead. Like, so-and-so had this idea. What did you think of that, Aaron? It enriches the discussion. Um, Plus, we'd learn more about your favorite The Walking Dead commentary on the web. Your Breaking Breaking Bad podcast turned me on to Alan Seppenwall, and now I read him on the regular about a ton of different shows. Again, like I alluded to, is like I just haven't had the time to yeah. read the episodes. I hope to get back to that when things clear up a little bit. But this is a busy time for me at work, and I just haven't had the time to do that research. I do read Wall every week. Um, I do le- uh, read a few others. But, like, I was reading six and eight of those every Monday morning for the Breaking Bad. And number yeah. one, I haven't wanted to know as bad because – you know, the first two episodes, unlike the first episode of Breaking Bad, didn't, like, grab me by the balls and keep pulling me along. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I just also haven't had the time. So I would like to get back to that, too. Uh, maybe I'll try a little bit harder moving forward. Um, he also doesn't isn't crazy about us uh, weekly threatening to leave the show if it doesn't step up in whatever department. <laughs> yeah. And he thinks we should try to minimize that. So I was like, okay, I'm... Fair enough. I'm mostly trying to not say like and uh as much. <laughs> yeah, whatever else comes out, when, fuck it. It's going out. When I get that mastered, I will try to do more meta things. But, yeah, I, uh, I'll, I'll try to do that. It's just like I'm trying to not say the R word. So uh, Shane in Atlanta, he says, no be, shit. What would I, be the R word? Can you can you say no, it on there? No, okay. I have to go to their back catalog. He says, Shane in Atlanta, no shit, and I'm bald too. He also has an insight on Shane's baldness. He said, I once shaved my head after I found out my girlfriend was cheating on me. I was pissed and frustrated, and for some reason, I took it out on my hair. <laughs> Shaving your hair like that says two important things to people around you. One, leave me alone. Don't fuck with me. And two, I'm going through a transformation, a process of redefining who I am as I cope with something important, in my case, a betrayal. Shane has been through a lot, and killing Otis definitely changed him. His bald head is a reflection of his transformation. That's, I like that. That's Yeah, that's pretty insightful. I'm going to add a third to it. Which is, it says, look at my lobes. Because, good lord, full effect this week. Right. In my, wow. ca- in my case, I shaved my head last year because I was losing my hair. And I wanted to be mm-hmm. okay with that. So I'm like, fuck it. I'm going to, sh- you know, if you- is this the hand you're dealing me, Mother Nature? <laughs> well, fuck you. Take this. And yeah. it turns out, it's like, eh, I looked okay with a bald head. So I started growing it back. Uh, Tom and V in West Virginia. I always want to say VW because of the Volkswagen thing. Tom from a Volkswagen is where he's emailing us. He says if... <laughs> This show is sponsored by Hyundai. <laughs> Sorry. Whoa. If we're to start to- doing breaking good type predictions, someone's got to get killed by that rice and I'm not giving up. <laughs> Dale's going to get it before season's in. My money says Shane finds a way to dispose of him. Now, I got to say, if this is an official prediction, are we talking about the end of season like next week or end of season two proper in 2012? We'll give him into season two proper. Uh, I think he needs to clarify that next week. Okay. Uh, uh, professional podcast critic 
God damn, what is wrong with me tonight? I, that's a hard sentence to say. Professional podcast critic that sells seashells by the seashore, <laughs> Daniel WB, does not like. He is like sending fra- sentence fragments. His his will to keep professionally podcast criticking is 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 ebbing. He says stagnation and even more characters to dislike. Z- uh, Maggie pulls a nutty on Laurie. She clearly needs to get out more. Carl's three day return from a deathbed. Dale comes off like a complete tool, sticking his nose in everyone's business. Stick to fixing the RV, old man. Coffee, Lori coughing up 14 to 20 morning after pills. No Daryl. The shiny new Hyundai. The random junk grab. Carol's pathetic disinterest in finding her daughter. No progress on the zombie barn plot. What's the like? Damn, man. when he puts it that way, I'm kind of like, fuck this show. Nah, I, I'm, I gotta be the voice of dissent, Daniel. I, I think they did a lot of movement on the plot. I think the only thing that's stagnating is Sophia now. I th- will agree that I thought we would see some shit happen with the barn. Sure. And I'm surprised at how little shit happened with the barn. That's got to be coming next week. Yes. It's got to be the cliffhanger. Yes. Like and we have extensive. We basically, out. if you stay with us through the spoiler section, we're going to spoil the shit out of next episode, week's episode. Oh, so unless yeah. you want to know everything that happens and all the important reveals, do not listen after the spoiler. It's a music. dramatic reading of the script yes basically <laughs> uh dan t says first things first andrea looked somewhat bangable in the scene with daryl <laughs> uh, yes because she was not showing much emotion that's my theory but only somewhat it annoys the hell out of me that she feels a constant need to run with the big dogs i bet i bet that hyundai smelled worse than a barn full of walkers <laughs> after their sexcapade oh god <laughs> uh i said on facebook i said it remind me of the soup kitchen scene from the other guys have you seen that movie no oh yeah it's good uh shane in every dramatic uh, scene looks like he's watching a high school tennis match (laughs) (laughs) yeah because he's doing sure with the head um out of all the survivors shane is the most appealing to the walkers because of the tasty looking lobes of course (laughs) somebody needs to keep their hair clippers away from carol something tells me that Lori is a pro when it comes to vomiting immediately after ingesting Harsh, man. I'm sure when shit was going down, the first thing she did was drive to the mall and clear out the entire boys' rack or ro- rack of boys' <laughs> jeans at Gap Kids for her and Carl to share. Wow. Uh, quick fact, her li- real-life middle name is Wayne. I'm sure there's a story behind that, but I don't care. Glenn's English speaking has dramatically improved since his co-starring role with Harrison Ford. Oh, had a short round reference. Wow. Maggie was born and raised in Philadelphia, then went to England and got a case of the Madonna. Did you know that that's true? She's American. Uh, she just yeah. studied in England. I thought she moved early. Like I early, early. I read early. a Wikipedia. They acted like I don't know. I, I, I'm not going to defend could it. I, I like. Right. I'm going Dan T's take here. How come we never see the professor without his bucket hat? And last but not least, where can on what aisle can I find some of me those quote unquote abortion pills? <laughs> Dan T uh, laid we, down the law. We saw Dale without his hat last week. Did we? Yeah, he was sitting around talking to people with no hat. Oh. That's a source yeah. of his power. I know. He yeah. can't diplomat without that hat. Yeah, he put it on to go talk to Herschel. And, it's and like Johnny Cocker said, you cannot diplomat when you're not wearing that hat. <laughs> Boy. Uh, Brian H. Moving said, on. I thought this episode seemed contrived. Another hater, partic- particularly wow. Maggie's ridiculous explosion over her Walker encounter and Andrew's transformation into Annie Oakley while making one point-blank zombie kill. Mm. They could have at least given us one episode to loathe her thoroughly after almost killing the best character on this show. Brian, I will agree with you. We need some closure on that. 
On da- yeah, her shooting Daryl. Yeah, we need her to go to fuck away for an episode and then come back, and I might have been ready to buy this transformation. I don't think you're going to get it. I think that was the closure. Daryl just saying, hey, don't worry about it. Just don't do it again. I actually like the scene between Herschel and the dumbass Dale where he confronts him about the barn filled with quote-unquote sick people, especially when Herschel compared schizophrenics and The Walking Dead, and the writers need to stop beating the Lori doesn't walk her children. Wait. The Lori doesn't. Lori doesn't. Well, they're out of wa- leashes, clearly. Oh, Lori doesn't want. Yeah, she's the, she would be that parent that has the kids on leashes. Lori doesn't want her children, future children, to live in this world plot into my head. I couldn't agree with you mm-hmm. more there. Sorry about the plain comment. I'm basically the Jason Whitlock of Breaking Bad. I take the show way too personally. Oh, he he had the mother of all pedant moments when I was complaining about the show crashing two 737s. He's like, it was mm. one 737. The other was a charter plane. Oh, God. Okay. Yeah. All right. So that's the little context on that. Well, I didn't know that. Uh, Arjun V says, it looks like you were wrong about the Dale taking it to sh- talking to Shane. That was the only time I've ever seen an AMC preview be mm-hmm. completely honest and straightforward about a dramatic revelation like yeah. that. I thought he was talking to Carl, personally. Oh, really? I know the I, kind of man you are. I kind of thought it could have been Glenn. Uh, anything but a straight-up being what it was about. I was a uh, slow yeah. clap for them. I thought he was talking to a walker. Uh, <laughs> Dark Passenger from our website says, I enjoyed this episode. Could have been better, but not really complaining. Andrea is not forgiven. Hells No. Well, seems like they aren't afraid of giving a gun to her after all. I guess that she is going to be the comic book Andrea. Oh, uh, spoiler nah, city. Really. She's no, just she's a turned good, into she's it already. She's a good shot. Yep. Uh, Carl's up and running this fast. Kind of surprised me. As for Sophia or whatever her name is, I couldn't care less, really. Yep. I was also shouting at the scene, heck yeah, when Glenn told Lori about her being too skinny. <laughs> I guess everybody was thinking the same thing. Oh, and yeah. uh, Andrea, I don't get these folks. I mean, I tune in and watch the show, but every time a new episode comes in, it says everyone's changed. Kind of schizo, split personality stuff going on. Um, I'm saying that, yes, there is some of that, but it does seem like the writers are circling – and triangulating on the characters, and they're finally getting their motivations at least somewhat yeah. correct, which is what drove me crazy. You know, it's like, you know, his Andrea was kind of like this uber strong chick, and then she was this wimp, and then now she's back. I don't know why and where and how, but I think they're getting there. Well, a lot of the problem with with my connection with these characters has to do with the fact that I don't know how much time has passed at this point. Right. Since they got to the farm. Like, every... They don't, they don't show anything well, last episode necessarily this, contiguous, you know? Shane said that there was 72 hours, mm-hmm. and in this episode, I got to think that there can't have been like a – if a week had elapsed, surely they'd given up looking for Andrea or uh, Sophia. But we don't know that. I, mean, I know. There's, there's not a no lot of good, indication not, about how long it's been. Not a lot of good time cues. So I don't know if they've had time – if Gloria's had time to think about this child thing or if she's just reacting in the moment or right. what. Honestly, that's true of the comics, too. I found that I was constantly, other than the weather changing, I was really nebulous about how long they'd been here. And every once in a while, a character would say, well, you've made a lot of progress in the last three weeks. Oh, like, uh, yeah. So maybe they're keeping real with that. Uh, Ron from Sin City. Uh, Secrets is the best episode this season. I like that the story and its characters <laughs> seem to have time to consider a situation, the gravity of the circumstance, and the episode. To be sure, Lori has been mulling this notion over regarding Carl, but it seemed as though the others were not aware that they were in a ter- seriously terrible situation. Uh, I was listening to Sippenwall's podcast today, and his partner Dan said that this show is doing a better job spinning its wheels this season than last, but still it's kind of annoying. Uh-huh. And I think the difference between like a Breaking Bad-style um, 
slow burn and what the walking dead's doing is breaking bad open with a bang yeah and then set things in motion that we watched happen over five episodes and like the tension was unbearable the difference here we don't know what they're doing mm-hmm. we're just they're like, heading to fort whatever yeah we're kind of confused about what they're doing like they're looking for this girl but they don't you know as people have pointed out in the feedback they don't seem to be that serious about it so I wish if yeah. I think if season, if episode one and two were really good and had set a clear mission for the rest of the season that we would not be as antsy about these episodes as we've been. I also think that they kind of negated the Fort Benning or Fort whatever thing um, that they started because their whole goal at the beginning of the season was to get to Fort whatever right. it's called Benning. And then they get sidetracked with Sophia, and now that doesn't seem to be their goal at all. Their goal is to stay on this farm. Right. And now that they've seen that you can have a relatively safe life on a farm, mm-hmm. why would they want to go to Fort Benning where the military and a bunch of people are? I mean, is that – you think yeah, that they yeah. would maybe think that that's not the best idea. Maybe we just need to find an isolated piece of farmland. Yeah, I don't know. I'm Which you would think you'd sure. be able to find in rural Georgia. Um, anyway, back to Ron. He says, the plot has lurked forward finally, too. I like that there's some real tension developing on multiple fronts. I appreciate how Dale dealt with the secrets and employed different tactics for each person. However, I was a bit puzzled by his rather direct con- confrontation with Shane. I suppose Dale is a bit love-struck and thus didn't think mm-hmm. it through, but still knowing what he does about Shane and what he suspects, I think a little more caution would be in order. Mm-hmm. I didn't think he snapped. Yeah. Seeing them being like that was just too much for him. Yeah, and his sex detector went off and Yep. <laughs> he went in Dale mode. Uh Dale's a strong character. I hope Shane does not pull an Otis on him. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> Kneecap him in the barn. Uh, yeah, gonna Otis him. Yeah. Uh he's the moral compass for the group's concern and that is needed in the show. I know Rick is also a moral compass, but his focus is not the same as Dale's and it makes Dale see things more clearly. I've been a little irritated by Herschel and his desire to see the group go. It does not seem to make sense to send this uh, group. Can, can we go back real quick to Dale? No. Um, because I, I like that Dale is kind of similar to Rick. Um, he's got the same sort of motivations as Rick, but mm-hmm. he doesn't have the kid that he's necessarily worried about. He doesn't have that blind spot. Exactly. So he's a little more, uh, I think, a little more rational than Rick at some at times. Uh, I've been a little irritated by Herschel and his desire to see the group go. Um, Dale, just to go back to that, Dale's weakness, I think, is he's, <laughs> no, a, people, he's a people pleaser. He is, yeah. And that that will, my prediction is that's going to bite him in the ass. Hmm. Uh, I've, maybe literally. Uh, <laughs> I've been a little irritated uh, by Herschel and desire, desire to see the group go. It doesn't seem to make sense. Um, it doesn't add up. But I understand more clearly now. Herschel operates under the notion that God will cure the problem, hence the barn of dead, and all will be good. That'd be a great movie title. Barn of the Dead. dead. <laughs> Romero, get on it. It's his next one, actually. <laughs> this idea is expressed best with Maggie's frustration uh, that Glenn refers to the dead as walkers. As I watch, I could understand why Herschel's family maintain that perspective, given that they have been relatively, or so it seemed, removed from the carnage the Grix group has faced. Faith versus reality. I like that. Uh, I also did not like that Shane and Andrea's careless venture into the subdivision, yelling and moving deeper into the bowels of the house seems so damn stupid. Mm. <laughs> Yeah. So we kind of beat that paragraph into death. I'm going to skip that. All right. On the Bravo Company, who wrote a scathing review of this episode, I'm only going to read excerpts because it was long and it was extremely... Like our first episode turned to 11. Wow. Okay. He says, answer me this. Why the hell does Glenn take the time to grab a shelf to defend Maggie when he has a goddamn machete on his belt? (laughs) 
And who else knew that he's going to get laid after that? Official prediction. Killing a zombie gets you some poon. Speaking of that, Andrew sure wasn't complaining about Shane's services. Maybe Maggie picked the wrong leader. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. There wasn't no talk of, uh, you know, it's 11 minutes. I'm not going to get back with Andrea. That's true. Yeah. She seemed pretty pleased. Um, am I the only one who sees like five brand new trucks and SUVs in the background when Shane and Andrew are driving in the neighborhood? Hey, Andrea, <laughs> on the way back, you take the shipmobile and I grab one of those expeditions. Sounds good. Yeah. Shane even looks like right out of Z71 Chevy quad cab with his binoculars. When they get back to uh, Carol's like anything, I'm starting to think Carol doesn't even remember her daughter's name by now. <laughs> I know half of our listeners don't. Yeah. Every time Dale opens his eyes really wide, it makes me think he might be shitting his pants. <laughs> and stupid Lori leaves the pill packages out for Rick to find when she was trying to keep this big pregnancy secret. My only defense is I think some people want to be found out. And it's like a psychological problem where they do these things to mm-hmm. make sure that they're caught because they want to be. And I think that's a case of she did that because she wanted Rick to know that, deep down subconsciously. Okay. There's that, but there's also, she panicked. She just swallowed pills that were going to kill her kid. And she wasn't sure she wanted to do that, but it made it seem like the way this thing was edited, did that happen like an hour or two? Like she could have come back from throwing up and Oh God, bury the pills or throwing them oh. down the well. You mean between the time she threw up and the time Rick confronted her, to her. Yeah. right? Because okay, he confronted maybe. her with I, the pills, like, that. what's this, you know? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Doris Day, the Earth Stood Still, said, I thought the episode was pretty good. Seemed like they packed perhaps a little too much into it. Uh, that's because the show can't pace its goddamn self. <laughs> it has to. Uh, um, I felt like they were jumping around a bit too much. However, this is the first episode where Dale didn't come off like an idiot in one way or another. Agreed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm still of the opinion that episodes with the least amount of zombies are the best. It seems that way. Uh, we had a... I don't know. We had a few zombies in this. Quite a few, actually. Well, the whole, yeah. the whole scene in the neighborhood, there were tons of zombies. Right. Glenn killed a zombie. I think there were plenty of zombies. It was kind of ho-hum one. because those zombies were played as not a threat. Like, even Shane is like, look, yeah. I'm waiting for you to kill the zombie. Yeah. Are you going to kill the zombie? That's true. There was no imminent danger there. No. Uh, but there were more zombies in this than there were last episode, right? Well, there was just the more one than one. one. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so. there's two, I guess. I thought the well episode. Oh, I guess the barn the barn uh, full of zombies. Yeah. yeah there's so. a lot of zombies in this episode. What the hell, Doris? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Just call out our listeners. Fine. Uh, are we ready to initiate the outro? Sure. The let's outro, do it. As I got it in my notes now. Uh, if you want to see where what we're doing throughout the week, catch up with our podcast, look at my survival review. Uh, if Jim gets off the can and writes some original content one of these days, <laughs> you can find that at baldmove.com. Please send us feedback at watchingdead at baldmove.com. You can also join our Facebook page, Facebook page <laughs> at facebook.com slash baldmove or tweet at us at uh, Twitter at baldmove. Yep. Uh, we try to integrate as much of the feedback as we can. I think the only one we don't really do is Twitter that much. Uh, but I pretty much respond to everybody yeah. who messages us so you there. get a like if we don't if you don't get a response like wow it's been it's probably because we're reading it on the cast we try to respond yeah. to the stuff that we don't respond to on the cast um please support support us by leaving five star reviews on itunes and subscribing you don't have to you can leave us a one star review but that's not exactly supporting that's now is it <laughs> sure i do want to thank everybody who's left reviews last yeah couple of weeks. We've, we've gotten, gotten a surge sh- yeah we're up to like almost 90 now yeah and it's pushing our we've we got into the new and noteworthy not in the like featured section right but, 
but you guys helped us get there. We really appreciate that. So thank you. And I would say that our our traffic now is pacing ahead of where we were with Breaking Good. So yeah, it's we right appreciate there. all that support. If this were a full season. And you can directly support us again with the Amazon.ballmove.com link. And that takes to Amazon. Anything you buy through that link, we get a teeny tiny portion of it. Mm-hmm. Um Again, it costs you nothing. It's not like they add that percentage to. Amazon just shares a little bit of their cut with us, and it helps us pay for the not inconsiderable bandwidth bill that we uh, shell out every month. So, again, everyone that does that, appreciate it as well. Ready for spoilers? Uh, Sure. I'm ready. I did kind of want to pimp, because we talked about, like, the pacing of stuff in the first season season or two here. Um, I did want to pimp one more time that Walking Dead Apocalypse uh, fan edit. Fanedit.org. Yeah, go to fanedit.org and check that out because that is really, really a good re-edit of season one. And an indictment of the pacing because it's only three hours and 15 minutes long and there was like six (laughs) hours of footage. Yeah. So it it cleans up a lot of pacing problems. I can't wait to see what he does with this season, honestly. Yeah. Because I think it was not as much good stuff at the core. Mm -hmm. But, you know, with some creative editing, it could have fixed a lot of the problems. Yeah. So check that out if you have time. Let's go into the and again. Section, do right? not stay with us through this music unless you want to know what happens next episode. Yeah, I've got the whole thing. We're dropping spoiler bombs. Yeah, so staying back. Uh, with that said, until next time, I'm Jim and I'm Aaron. See you next week. Let's go ahead and play the preview for next week. Next week on the mid-season finale of AMC's The Walking Dead. So, barn's full of walkers. It's going to be, man. <laughs> Which way does this thing go? We don't know if we're going to find her, Daryl. Can't lose you, too. Rick, you ain't built for this world. We need to stay. We can survive together. I'm telling you, we can. Enough! It ain't like it was before! A special look at next week's mid-season finale of The Walking Dead will be revealed during Hell on Wheels, next on AMC. Whoa. It looks like the shit is going to hit the fan of the barn. There's some shit going down. Not only the barn with Sophia. Did you see what Carol said there? Oh, about the Daryl? Yeah. Yeah, We don't even know if we're going to find her. I don't want to lose you, too. I think that's her saying, Daryl, stop looking. Stop going out there. You already got hurt once. Well, I could have died. I think it was her basically saying that... He shouldn't go out alone because he's been recuperating, mm, yeah. and everyone said no more solo expeditions. Maybe she's trying to Shanghai him at the beginning of the next episode. I don't know. Well, he's better off alone, as he said. So, anyway, the spoilers we're about to talk about are from a blog post um, and some uh, some sleuthing uh, on Reddit, uh, and it's not sourced at all. But it's it's I've I've seen a little bit of the spoilers last week, and it's, it seems like it's really coalescing into almost a complete understanding of the. Uh, the episode, but um, and and also the they leaked the spoil the episode the spoilers for episode six and they were pretty much spot on so that kind of really leads credence to episode seven. Okay, um, so Glenn's going to tell at the beginning of the episode the rest of the group uh, that the walkers are in the barn, which is going to have everybody lose their shit. 
Um, yep. Rick and Herschel argue, um, and Herschel try, demands the group leaves within a week, which that was the bonus scene seen. that we saw during um, the uh, Hell on Wheels. Really good scene. That. Yeah. Um, so then uh, Rick uses the excuse that uh, my wife is pregnant on Herschel, and he also does it to Shane to calm him down, but apparently Shane becomes convinced that Delores' baby is his, so that's not going to help us save the community. Oh, great. Then Dale decides it would be a good idea to take all of Shane's guns and try to hide him in the swamp, but Shane tracks him down and stops him. And then uh, Dale basically says, I know what? that you killed Otis. Wait, go back. Herschel is going to hide all the guns. No, Dale. Uh, oh no, Dale. Yeah, he's going to try to hide ass. all of the Shane's guns. Oh God. Um, Shane can beat you to death, you know. <laughs> so then, this is weird. Herschel has Rick help him and Jimmy. That wasn't Chris. Apparently, it's Jimmy. Oh, okay, good. Fish walkers out of a nearby pit of quicksand and lead them into the barn with snare poles. Oh, Rick, you dumbass. And he says the group can stay on the bar- or farm if they agree to help and not kill the walkers. They arrive at the farm the same time that Shane emerges from the swamp and has and with a cache of guns. And Shane loses his shit, um, mm-hmm. breaks the lock on the barn. Good. And everyone sh- kills the walkers one by one. Good. As they come out, and the final zombie that emerges is this one. Oh shit! Which is so f- we are looking at a, ep- a picture of uh, Zombie Sophia, dude. That's awesome. I like that. That's that a very good twist. Almost makes it work out because there's so much almost fall- and this and that's where the episode ends. Mm-hmm. So there's going to be so much shit. fallout because like one of the first questions, if I'm the group, is how the fuck long have you known that this little girl that you've had this little girl in this barn? When are we going to tell us? Yes, we deserved no asshole. They didn't tell us that. Not only did they not tell them about the walkers in the barn, but that they've been risking their lives to go look for this girl that yes. isn't alive. Yes, and they know it. So there's still some secrets that haven't been come out. The other wow. thing is because. This also makes me feel like uh, I really was right on about when Maggie shot that significant look at Herschel when they're talking about the walkers. Like, I actually think Maggie knew about this and wanted to tell. So a lot of people said that this was not true. It wasn't. Uh, but I, I We'll think see because, I mean. It's definitely the I, I same know. shirt. I think it's the same actors. I don't think that was Photoshopped at all. And this just If it is Photoshop, ups. it's a really good job. We did see a whole bunch of Photoshop jobs of people from the cast uh, right. zombified but this but this, this looks, looks a legit. little more legit and also it's interesting is that like i guess no one shoots sophia rick is the one that finally steps up and shoots her with a six shooter which is a nice little throwback Whoa. to episode one of season one yeah with the the yeah and man zombie kids wow. creepy jesus uh i gotta say if this comes true and this happens next episode, I'm sold on the show again. That's what I'm saying. And I also like, think I'm that this almost makes it worth the whole Sophia thing. Man, Th- they still they could have it trimmed right. it down a little oh, bit. Yeah. But that's a really good way to bring her back. Yeah. Re- way better than having her come back with Merle. Uh, way better oh, than having her just be alive out in the woods. Right. Oh, that would have been, been infuriating. Yeah. yeah, total bullshit. But this uh, is good. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Well, then that makes my spoiler stuff seem like Also, bullshit. look at her picture because if you – I mean, I can see you thinking that this person could be cured. Like if this is the condition mm, that the average yeah. walker comes on to the farm, mm-hmm. um, you know, and apparently – I'm guessing she died of exposure probably. 
Um, like, unless we yeah, see her maybe. being bitten. I mean, I think it, she probably just died of being left out. Well, Robert Kirkman did say that they were going to address how how you become a zombie, right? Like, they were going to say, oh, does blood get in your eyes or oh, whatever. Oh, that's right, because we we're in a spoiler section. We can In the comic, yeah. anyone that dies mm-hmm. is reanimated. It doesn't matter if you just die of natural causes. So this, if they looked at her and could tell, hey, nothing... Bit her, nothing like that. She just died and came back. They knew she was alive before. That would be a good way to reconcile those two. Definitely. Yeah. Um, Okay, well, I've got a bullshit spoiler now compared to that. Well, yeah. Uh, The housing development. We could talk a little bit about that. Okay, because I I In the comic book. I don't think they're going to do that. I think that that, they did a very compressed version of the Wiltshire Farms Uh storyline from the comic right there when they went to the... Yeah, I'm hoping so. ...residential community. But isn't that where they found... um, Tyrese. Uh, what's his name? Ty- yeah, Tyrus or Tyrese. I don't know his name. Uh, well, didn't they find him in that housing development and then stayed there? They no, they, they found, divvied out houses for everybody. They found him the stop before that. Okay, but yeah, they were starting to do that. And they yeah, they started out. handing out houses and clearing the whole development. They had a big gate in the front. Where yeah, no but they didn't could do that. In. They the second day they found that the whole place yeah. was overrun and they had to flee. Yeah, yeah, they were they were thinking that. So they may have done a compressed version. Yeah, I think that's, that was back. a nod to it. I don't. I think that the honestly, only, I want to see him go to Fort Benning at this point. Sure, I do too. But I, I could see like Herschel still holding strong and saying, "No, get the fuck off my farm!" Now you just killed everybody. Oh, by the way, a spoiler. Um, one of our friends, uh, our personal friends, spent time in Georgia and actually talked to the people that scout the locations for The Walking Dead. And they're saying, and I wasn't sure. I think it's for season three because they were at season two in a can. They were sh- they were scouting prison locations. Yeah. So, mm, which we all if, know from reading the comic. If your comic, that's that's a huge storyline is them taking possession of a prison, and I'm actually super excited about that. Me too. I if they don't go to the prison, I'm going to be severely disappointed. Oh, they will. I just think I, I don't think we're going to see it. And I I think now that the climax of season two is going to be going to Fort Benning, mm-hmm. and finding out that that's been dead, and yeah. everyone's dead. Although you'd think you could defend the military base pretty well, too. Yeah, um, prison, or maybe they've come across a prison on the way to there. I don't know. Well, the prison is where I felt things really heated up in the comic. Yeah. Uh, the prison, we introduced a few new people, um, and they were total wild cards. Plus, they could stop surviving and kind of like have some more character development beyond just, sure. you know. Yeah. So, I think Herschel's going to kick them off this farm after they kill all of his quote-unquote family. Well, I mean, there's a whole lot of uh, shit that we can that that'll be interesting to see what happens. We'll have a probably a post show show, right? Like a you know yeah. a, a, a half season wrap up, mm-hmm. and we'll talk about the fallout and what's you know what what we got to look forward to the next week, Definitely. the next season, next mini season, whatever. Well, that's all I have for spoilers. What about you? I think that's enough. <laughs> I think that'll do. Yeah, yeah. Our, our week spoiler sections in the past have come. Also, uh, the people back, that uh, I want to shout out, Jesse B. and Lars O., they were the ones that uh, forwarded us. I'd seen some of that on Reddit, but they actually found the original mm, cool. blog article for that. So Awesome. Thanks, guys. Um, I'm kind of at a – I don't know that I want to link this because if you click on this, it gives up the goat. I mean, you know, this is yeah. these are heavy weaponized spoilers. I'm not. I don't think I want to post them to Facebook or on a page because it just people can't avoid clicking it. Uh, no, they'll just have to go to Reddit and search, or just listen to us talk about it here. <laughs> right, right. So. so, all right. Well, that's it for this week's show. Thank you very much for joining us all the way through the spoiler section, and we will see you next week. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody.